everybody, and welcome to another Wednesday on the Extraordinary Talk Show. I'm happy to be here with you guys today. As you know, if you've been paying attention, or maybe you don't know, we used to do the show on Monday afternoons, and now we're here on Wednesday afternoons because it worked better for me. That being said, we're over three years now of the show, and as long as somebody keeps showing up to listen, I'll keep showing up to talk. I might show up to talk anyway because I get as much out of this as I hope any of you do. But let me start by what I always say, which is, first of all, because I am not trying to tell you what to think, I'm trying to get you to think for yourself, I do not want you to believe a word that I say. I hope that you will listen to what I say, and if something that I say rings a bell of truth inside you, I hope you believe that. And if something I say strikes a chord of curiosity within you, I hope you follow it. That being said, let's move right into our show. This week, it's December 1st. We're officially in the month of December. It's officially Christmas time. I already had my Hallow Thanksmas party a couple weeks ago, so I feel like I'm good. Now I just get to go to everybody else's parties and enjoy those. One thing that's been on my mind this year is Santa Claus. Come on, who doesn't love Santa Claus? But I was, Santa Claus was brought to my mind about a month and a half ago as I was in a parking lot and I overheard a mother who was very frustrated and very stressed out, clearly. Um, And I heard her tell her children that if they didn't behave, that Santa wasn't going to bring them anything for Christmas. And I really felt for this mom. Because if that was the best thing that she felt like she had to use to gain some type of control or behavior that she was looking for with her children, she really was hurting. She really was lacking in some skills, and it was hurting her kids, and it was hurting her, and I could see that. But it made me a little bit more aware of how much we use Santa Claus or in other ways to say it, a made-up reward, something that we devise in order to coerce behavior. Now, I was a foster mom, so I know a little bit what I'm talking about, and I understand the value of actual rewards and consequences, the natural rewards and consequences that come with behaving certain ways, acting certain ways, and doing certain things, as well as the natural consequences. There's the rewards and the consequences that naturally come with your own behavior, good, bad, or otherwise. As parents, and as anyone who is hoping to coerce a behavior, what we like to do is create an artificial reward. And by creating this artificial reward or artificial punishment, we can tell a person, a child or an adult even, you can get this reward if you do this thing. Now, I love rewards and goals. Here's where it's a problem. If you set, and we did with our foster kids, we would set goals. Here is a a skill that you're working on this week. 
we're going to focus on this skill and we're going to do practices on it every day and when I catch you using it you're going to get rewards for that too and it was absolutely artificial rewards we even use points these points are made up they don't even exist other than on the card that we write them on however these kids would go above and beyond to earn points imaginary points just so they could write them down on a card and this is imaginary and the idea is by encouraging to do this behavior to learn this behavior for one thing because you can't use a behavior that you don't know and in these this case we're specifically talking about skills you can't use a skill that you don't have that poor mother would have used other skills in that situation had she had other skills to use in that situation I absolutely believe that so as a foster mom so much of my job was teaching skills and then once we teach the skill then we teach how to use it in actual functional life and then the kids see oh my gosh when I use the skill of disagreeing appropriately people listen to me and with kids we kind of have to coerce the behavior so that they can learn the skill use the skill and then see the reward of the skill and once they see the reward of the skill then it goes from the outer knowing and the outer locus of understanding to the inner locus of understanding where they are now following this behavior not because they're getting a thousand imaginary points that they get to write down on a card but because they acknowledge the benefit of seeing the skill in their life and that's the difference between an external artificial behavior which only teaches in the external locus of understanding versus truly understanding changing the belief guys you're never going to change a behavior unless you change a belief you can change a behavior minute to minute that's the outer locus of understanding when there's an artificial consequence in order to change a behavior you must change the belief and by showing someone the rewards and the benefits of this behavior they gain a belief and understanding which then goes into the internal locus of understanding and then they will follow that behavior they will use that skill because they see the benefit of it because they are now receiving the natural rewards of that and they no longer need the artificial rewards so that's how we teach skills that's how we actually change behavior because here's the thing guys Santa Claus shouldn't be an element of fear for our children Santa Claus should be part of a holiday that's about love and giving if we are using Santa Claus as an external motivator we are creating fear if you're telling your children you have to be good or else Santa won't bring you any toys you're creating fear and you're not helping your kid because what does being good mean and here's the power and sometimes the danger of teaching a behavior with artificial consequences and asking for being good because who says what good is anybody who sets up an external reward for you can tell you what good is and if that's your boss at work 
And I've done that with my boss at work where we sat down and we set up some motivators for me. And we set up some specific behaviors that were required in order for me to attain that goal. That's fantastic. You know why? Because I had a list of the exact specific things that I needed to do. How many of us are telling our kids what good means? If you're saying Santa's going to come if you're good, and he's not going to come if you're bad, do your children know what good and bad is? Have you said to them, being good means wearing your seatbelt in the car, disagreeing appropriately with me if you have a problem, and accepting no for an answer? We don't do that. Not most of the time. Most of the time, we just say, don't be bad, don't be naughty. I remember when my son was about four, and I had to run some errands that were important, and I needed him to come with me, and I needed him, you know all the things that moms need from their little kids. And I said, CJ, I need you to behave. And he said, Mom, I'm being have. And it stopped me because I told my son to behave all the time. And I never told him what it meant to behave because he thought he was being have. Clearly, I had not explained to him what it meant to behave. I had not taught him what behavior is and what behavior it was that I was specifically looking for. And when I was able to tell him, okay, right now here's what I need from you. I need you to put your pants on, I need you to put your socks on, and I need you to put your shoes on. That's what I need for you to behave right now. And guess what he did? He put on his pants and his socks and his shoes because he really actually wanted to do the right thing. But I wasn't clear enough on what being good or being have in that moment meant. So here's one thing I'm asking. Be clear with your kids. If you're going to use being good or being bad or a naughty list or a nice list, be clear with your kids about what is good and what is not. In fact, I prefer to not use the term bad because I don't like to call our kids bad. Our kids aren't bad. They just haven't learned skills yet. And it's our responsibility as parents to teach them those skills. And if we don't know those skills, it's our responsibility to either find someone else who can teach them or find someone who can teach us so we can teach our kids. But it's not fair for us to hold fear over our kids' heads because we don't know how to teach them what exactly it is that we want from them. And then you know what happens? When kids just think that they're being bad all the time, they don't know what bad is. And then they think that everything they're doing is bad. And it seems like nothing they can do is right. And then a kid really starts to get down on themselves. And they, they don't even know what to fix. They feel like I'm a failure. Everything I do is wrong. Mom yells at me all the time. She says I'm being bad. I don't know what to fix. Because I do the one thing that I think she wants, but she still yells at me for this. I might as well give up. I guess I'm just a bad kid. I guess I'm just a bad kid. And these kids aren't bad. Not a single one of them is bad. They just don't have the skills. And they don't have the skills because they're too small to know why this skill matters. 
and how to use it. So if you can teach your kid a skill, for example, the skill of accepting no for an answer. It's super easy, it's got three steps. Make eye contact, say okay, drop the subject. That means your kid says, hey mom, can I play computer right now? And you say no. And your kid looks at you and says, okay. And then they don't argue about it anymore. And to you, that might sound like magic. But I have practiced those three steps with hundreds of kids and seen them learn how to do it. And then when the kid learns that if they accept no, it doesn't cause an argument, and then maybe later they can come back and maybe later they can have that thing instead, the kid learns that that's a good thing to do, and the kid wants to accept no for an answer. Especially when you teach them how to disagree appropriately, and then they learn how to discuss with you appropriately and show you things that maybe you didn't know, and that's incredibly empowering to a kid. And when a kid is able to do that, then instead of wandering, or wandering around thinking, I'm a bad kid and I don't even know what to do to fix it, then the kid knows, I can grow, I can learn, I can learn skills that make my life better. And a child as young as three or four can cognitively recognize, this is better. It's better this way. I'm going to do it this way because it's better this way. The challenge that I have, the real challenge that I have for you, consider this, consider it, think hard about it, and if you feel good about it, go to your children and tell them that Santa threw away his naughty and nice lists. Tell them that Santa decided love matters more. Santa decided that every single kid in the world is a good kid. Santa knows Christmas is about loving each other and giving presents isn't a reward because you're good. You get presents at Christmas because you deserve love. You get presents at Christmas because Christmas is about giving and loving each other. So Santa threw away his naughty and nice list. And you don't have to worry about being good in order for Santa to bring you presents this Christmas. I dare you. Again, I don't ask you to believe anything I say. But I dare you to change how your kids see Santa. Because I believe that will change how your kids see Christmas. And if you're having some behavior problems, if you're struggling with your kids to get them to behave the way you would like them to behave in ways that would make both their lives and your life better, figure out exactly what it is that the simplest thing that you could fix that would change everything for them. What simple skill? Could it be the skill of following instructions? This one has four steps. Look at me. Say okay. Do what I asked. Then tell me you're done. So this is going to be, hey, put that milk back in the fridge. Your kid looks at you and says okay. They put the milk in the fridge and they say, I did it. That is how you practice 
following instructions. And when you practice it, your kid gets better at it and you get better at it and it makes your interaction with your kid better. So instead of yelling at your kids that they have to be good, every day, pick a skill. Because here's another secret, guys. Your kids do, if they are still believing in Santa Claus, they do not have 25 days worth of one behavior. It is not possible for them to be good for 25 days. Especially with no other reason than some artificial threat that you may or may not get something four weeks from now. Your kids can't go that long. If your kids need a reward or a consequence, you cannot start threatening Santa in October. If your kids need a motivator, which they may, most kids do, if your kid needs a motivator, be that a reward or a consequence, and it must be artificial, make it short. Make it about today. It's not about the rest of the week. It's not about the rest of the month. It's not about till Christmas. It's about today. Today, you and I are going to work together on following instructions. And if you and I can work together on following instructions well today, then at the end of today, we'll open an advent calendar and you can get a piece of chocolate. How about you use your Christmas rewards that way? And that's a clue too, because if you can give your child one skill at a time to focus on, whether it's following instructions or accepting no for an answer or disagreeing appropriately or making their bed or cleaning a toilet, if you can give them one skill at a time to focus on and reward the heck out of them when they do it. Guys, you cannot reward your children too much. You cannot reward your children too much. I'm going to say it again. You cannot reward your children too much. Reward the heck out of them. Your positive interactions, if you're trying to set this as a goal, and I know what I'm talking about, your positive interactions should be at least four positives to every one negative. That means for every time you tell your kid no or don't, you are saying something nice, positive, loving, rewarding, or otherwise to them at least four times. And that sounds hard. You have to change your entire mindset to verbally reward your children that much. But you can do it, and they will respond. So if you are setting this as a goal, set this as a goal for yourself. Buy a different advent calendar for everybody in the family so everybody gets their own piece of chocolate when you open it at night, including you, including the parent. Because if you worked hard to help your kid practice following instructions or accepting no all day long, you deserve that piece of candy too. Please, please, please make Christmas about love. Make Christmas about recognizing that everyone deserves love. That everyone deserves presence at Christmas time. That everyone deserves to be honored for who they are, whether they're on the naughty or the nice list, because that actually doesn't matter. What matters is if we're learning and growing, and you're not going to get your kids to learn and grow by threatening them. That Santa's not going to bring them something if they're not good. That's not how you teach them, and that's not how you become a better parent either. Next, 
on the same topic, please remember that Santa doesn't have the same budget in every house. Please remember that there are other parents who are struggling to give their children the smallest gifts, to have anything underneath the Christmas tree on Christmas morning. And if those kids come to school with a toy that costs 20 to $30 and they're thrilled that that's what Santa brought them, and they see a friend at school who Santa brought them a $200 snowboard, it doesn't make sense to them. And they don't understand why Santa must not love them as much as he loves that other kid if that other kid got such a better present from Santa. What I recommend instead is do Santa, but please make the big presents from you. Santa is magical. The idea of Santa, if we wouldn't still have Santa Claus. We wouldn't still be doing this if there wasn't magic around Santa. But please consider that not every household might have the same budget for Santa magic that your household has. And also, you know what? Mom and Dad, take some stinking credit. Why does Santa get all the credit for the good, cool presents when... Come on, you guys are the ones that have been doing the work all year. And that's where I am on that. Please make Christmas about love, about sharing, and about seeing the goodness in everyone, and not about being good enough. Because everyone is good enough. Topic number two that I only have a minute for. Remember, anytime tells anytime someone tells you, here is a reward. You want this reward, maybe you need this reward. And the only way to get this reward is by doing the things that I define as good. There's a lot of rewards in life that we're told that we want that maybe we don't. That just because something's shiny doesn't mean it's actually something that we want. And we can really easily get caught up. I mean, commercials do this. We see something shiny and we think, ooh, we want that. But one thing that we forget when we get caught up in the desire for this reward is to really look clearly at what that person's definition of good is. Who are they to define what good is for us? And are the things they're asking of us things that make sense to ask of us? It's really, really easily easy to get caught up being motivated for something that really doesn't serve us. And be aware anytime certain behavior is being coerced. Anytime someone tells you you're not good enough unless you do this. Look closely at that. Pay attention to that. Because it's no one else's job to tell you what good is for you. 
that's what I have to say for today. I love you guys. I hope you have a fabulous Hallow Thanksmas. And with all of your Hanukkah and other seasons celebrations coming up, I wish you the best of all of it. I'll see you next week.